Welcome to Clit Talk. The Pleasure Positive Podcast. We're like the sex ed you wish you got. And then some. Pussy, pussy. It's gonna be a good one today. Yes. I'm talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Talking about a clit talk, clit talk, clit talk. Come on, girls and boys and everyone on the gender rainbow. Bring your pussies to the show. As you know, in season four, we are putting our asses on the line and exploring Sex 3.0, The Road to Happiness. And we thought that it would be a beautiful challenge for each of us in the cast to choose our own path to paradise in the realms of sex, sexuality, and self-care to see what gems we could uncover for all you fabulous clitorati out there. Why? Because we love you. And we hope this inspires you to embark on your own journey to profound bliss and satisfaction in your own life. So today we are speaking to Sugar. The uh, sex party curator and your journey of hosting these new fabulous parties. Yes, and correction, play parties. Play parties. So, as many of you know, (laughs) that's her play party voice. (laughs) I started exploring uh, the, the world of sex parties with my partner and friends and... There's certain sex parties that are, you know, you pay to go to them. No one really knows anybody. There's a lot of sex. You could call it polyfuckery. And after a couple of those, we were like, you know, this isn't really our thing. And so kind of took a break from it. But still, you know, we had a lot of growth in the realm of being non-monogamous and you know, what does that mean on an ongoing basis? And, you know. Some good times, some bad times with each other, slash some good experience and bad experience with others. So uh, uh, you play well with others. Yeah. So it's like a preschool <laughs> joke. I will preface this whole thing by saying that if you want to have a profound breakthrough in your life, considering being in a non-monogamous partnership is definitely going to bring great transformation into your life. If it's not for you, it's not for everybody, it's not for you. But if you have friends, support them and make them aware because it could be it can be the most transformational for thing for people in relationships. What do you think, Katie? You want to give it a try? Fuck no. <laughs> no. But- I had a baby. <laughs> She's like, so oh, that's my that's my tap card out. <laughs> yes. And and to be PC about it, there are people who are swingers, non-monogamous that do have children. And again, it's not for everybody. So, but Katie, you would let people know that are your friends that like you kind of are hinting like, hmm, they could be nominogs. You would recommend them to come talk to Lindsay. Oh yeah, and I, I right? have I have friends, and I send them to you, and I don't judge anyone who does. Right. And I used to, and I don't anymore. It's now really that beautiful. I know what it is. I didn't even know it was a thing. I was yeah. like, what are you doing? I don't understand. And now I'm like, oh, there's actually a community. And I have people you can talk to. Thank well, you. I'm way less judgmental about it now, too, knowing more people's perspectives and actions on it. So yeah, I'm I, I, with I, you I, there. It's not I, what I, knew I, nothing, I knew nothing about it. Yeah. It just yeah. seemed really, I mean. I used to think it was really gross, and it was gross people that did it. And the people I knew, it was like, ick. Yeah. But Cre- the creepy, I, the creepy swingers in the corner, psychologically mm-hmm. like disturbed people. Yeah, and it depends and your community that you're in. You know, there's so many. I've had the creepiest, grimiest experiences. It really depends on the community that you're in, and we happen to serendipitously fall into a community 
uh, that everyone is, they're like a tribe, they're all friends, or they're like acquaintances, and there's a specific context to it. And it can be very spiritual. It can be, it's all about, you know, desires and consent. And it's kind of psychedelic at times, you know, and uh, it, not necessarily something you'd pay to go to, like seriously, like friends, right? So I couldn't even believe that this existed because the only thing I was aware of were these sex parties where I don't know anybody. And I'm a community-oriented person. Um, I have also been someone who's always played around with my friends at a young age. So for me, it's like I'd rather know you and then be able to leave it at the door and like be your friend or communicate vulnerably um, and have it be enhancing people's lives. Not like, okay, hi, bye. I'm never going to see you again. When you say uh, play around with your friends, you don't just mean like volleyball or kickball. You mean no. like, like sexy, naughty, touchy. When, I mean, we yeah. are talking about a sex party. When, I'm just making when sure. When I was in elementary there. school and middle school, my friends and I would like make out with each other. We would like masturbate, watch porn together, masturbate, like we get each other school? off, like practice eating out. Like we were just exploratory. What? <laughs> I'm sorry. Holy shit. Everything was like normal until you're like, we would practice eating. I don't think any of that I was def- normal. I definitely didn't practice eating my girlfriends out in middle school. I'm from Southern California. <laughs> I, I did have a guy friend in high school where I would practice. Like he taught me how to do a blowjob and it was very like. Clinical? Clinical. No, it wasn't. I mean, maybe it wasn't for him thinking back on it. Dude, but that for guy me, is, that I was guy, like, he's teaching me how to do it. So when I'm with someone I really want to be with, I'll know what I'm doing. That guy is brilliant. He should write a book. Yeah. He <laughs> got you to suck his dick and you think that he was providing you with once. education. What I got really present to on my journey is that I'm a leader. I host dinners. We have parties here every weekend. Every party we've had, it like could have gotten sexy. You know, psychedelic sexy. And there's no context for it. So I have this bright idea. I enroll my household in let's host a play party. A play party, not a sex party. And so we ended up throwing a play party at our house. I was planning this all fucking summer. Like we have no drapes in our house. It's kind of like a glass fishbowl. So we literally... So people could see in. Right. So my husband and I go to downtown LA to the fabric district and we're like designing our own drapes. Lo and behold, the night of the party, like it all came together. We had play sheets. We had foam pads everywhere. Put it this way, people, I can't count how many people said this was the best party they've been to. We created a context that this is like a safe container for healing for you to unleash your wild and experience your deepest desires. And how we do that is through communicating. And like, this is an opportunity for you to do that. And followed it with exercises. So we did like tantric sit breaths, thanks to Kamali Minter. And then we did this beautiful prayer. That's all the points, north, south, east, west, up, down. You could just see the energy completely shift in the room. It was like everyone was connected on the same like playing field and frequencies. And then, you know, we had a fucking blast. Luckily, Lindsay and Crystal were actually here with me. So you guys will have probably- Crystal was here too? Oh, (laughs) Crystal was actually one of my favorite stories of the night. It involves Crystal. Oh my God. Um, No, so the date that I brought, this new man that I'm seeing, we'll call him- Mr. Wizard. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Must be what he does with his mouth. Mm, yeah, and other things. Um, <laughs> and he had had previous 
you know, sex party experiences, I would say. And I and I said, you know, just come to this with me. It's different. It's it's a curated group of people. It's really, it's an intention-based party. And he came and he really just had like a fan. Like we just played with each other. Like we didn't even play with anybody else. Like it was just like a sexy environment for us to connect. Um, and I remember, I know you were taking on the identity of like being a stripper that night. Yeah, because I dropped <laughs> my moon cycle and the hour like the eve of the eve of the party an hour before the party I've been waiting all week to get it at that point I'm like just come fucking Monday please yeah and it drops an hour before people get here I'm besides myself I'm gonna pause continue yeah but but she's she's like taking on identity stripper and she's like on the ground like dancing like a stripper and and Mr. Wizard leans over to me he goes was she a professional and I'm like no, but you have no idea what a compliment that is to sugar. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I have totally joked around and like been super curious by strippers. I'm like think they're so sexy. I'm not like a good at fast dancing choreography. Like I'm, I'll kind of trip over myself, and it's hard for me with the patterns. But just feeling my body and and dancing slow like that, like yeah. I can do. Like it's like fucking honestly. Um, so yeah, I was in panties and a bra. By the way, I wasn't like legitimately taking off my clothes, but I was like. Red eagle, twerking, rolling on the ground, splits in the air, like, like humping the ground, like super sexy. I had like people on the couch just sitting there watching. I had people on the ground fucking while this is happening. And what was so cool about it was obviously I was fucking triggered that I got my period because yeah. also what you should know about me is ever since February at these gatherings, I've told my partner, you know, I want you to be able to discover what you want because isn't that an issue for all of us as people just knowing what we want, right? And when we know what we want, we can then create from that place if we're intentional. Otherwise, we're going to create stuff from the past, right? So I wanted him to know he has full freedom to explore and discover what he wants, which means, yes, you can have penetration. I'd prefer it if it was my friends, but if not, like— which is crazy. Well, here's why. Here is why. I prefer you to find no friends. woman ever. <laughs> here is why. Because my friends respect mm. me and the relationship. That's true. Bringing in That's somebody a fair argument. that a stranger you could never see again. Well, which gee. is also a fair argument. The thing is, is that this is a community in which people know each other and will see each other again over oh, and see. over again. That was so. The um, and like it, it, it definitely is, you know, I, I knew what I was giving him the freedom to do and I didn't want to be controlling. I really was committed to him continuing to explore what he wants. And so for me, I was like, I just want to tap into my power in a different way, like not sexually. And I've never been one to like fuck at parties, like, yeah, like oral and stuff, but it's, it's, it's been more about my sensuality and just I've had my period at the last three play parties. Go oh, figure. Dang. So wait, I want to point. I want to. So you know, I had my period when I threw my play party. Also, right? Yes. Do, but do you know about the soft disc? No. Okay. No. This is the <laughs> and soft- you don't have an IUD, so you can use it. Well, I use it with a fucking <laughs> IUD, but you don't have an IUD, so you can definitely use it. A soft disc, really like a disc that you slide up in there. You can have mess-free period sex with this thing in there. And I've tried it, and it fucking works. Interesting. And that's order what, that shit on Amazon. Yeah, you can, you can buy it at Target. They're called nice. soft discs. But it's the only form of like, and it's the most comfortable, like it's way more comfortable to tampon. It's the most comfortable thing I've tried. And I did it for my play party, and I've done it with a couple people where I, I just tell them like, hey, you're going to feel something, but 
we can have mess-free period sex. And it totally worked. I mean, obviously, That's if you're cool. like heavy, 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 there might be a problem. But if you're on one of your lighter days, it's super effective. Nice. Is it also a birth control too or no, not? No, it's just like in lieu of like a tampon or a pad or something. Mm. They're called softest. It's like a menstrual disc. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I didn't have it for my play party and I haven't had it for the last three but it's really caused me to tap into other parts of my power. It was a hu- huge thing for me in the past growing up where I didn't feel like I had control of my body and like it was like I owed it to people. And so I've shared this on the show in the past, so go listen to every fucking episode. I'm just kidding. <laughs> She's but not it, kidding. It's or really good. there is a lot to share. I mean, there's it's been on it's been unpacked over and over again. But the the nuts and bolts is that this point in my life with having been on my period, it had me almost have to confront the part of me that never used to say no. Hey there, Clitorati. It's Katie. So you all know I'm a nurse and Clit Talk for me is a health conversation. I really want to take a minute to share a product with you that has made a huge difference in my life. Foria Wellness Awaken CBD Lubricant. Remember that. I use it multiple times per week, and this is coming from the woman who never used to masturbate. Not only has it enhanced my new masturbation lifestyle, it's eased the pain I used to have during sex, and my husband is super happy because our bedroom play is so much more fun. So, I personally reached out to Foria Wellness to see if they would partner with Clit Talk, and they were an overwhelming yes. So now, you can get a discount on their fabulous products by going to our brand new pleasure store at clittalkshow.com. All their products are there, and if you're interested in trying them out for yourself, use the discount code CLITTALK10 for 10% off your purchase. I can't recommend them enough, so do yourself a favor and get your pussy high. And so at my this recent party that I hosted, very adorable guy, really sweet, actually have a nice connection with him, wearing some sweet kisses and, you know, sensual touching, no touching below the waist. And that's kind of my thing at play parties. And I have to say it's probably because of the period stuff. Um, It's probably because I've been on my period, but it forced me to like look elsewhere for my power. And what I discovered is like, I have a really sweet, sensual, like kitty side to me that is a part of myself that I never used to express that didn't get seen or understood. Like I was really misunderstood for being like slutty and all these things and growing up in high school. So now it's like, it's like, Someone's like, oh, yeah, like, what else can we do? What's your partner comfortable with? And it's like, well, my my partner would be comfortable, but actually, like, I'm a no to this. And being able to just say no and still be connected to somebody and have them feel totally appreciated and, like, experience pleasure and knowing I have that power, I can't even tell you how much of a transformational experience that alone in and of itself was. Hosting the party was a huge breakthrough, right? Because it's like, I was, like, responsible for, like, people ha- having being fulfilled in their time here in my home and feeling safe and feel like having a good time. And, but it was so cool because that, that I got to have a breakthrough in planning and being a creator and a host. And it's definitely something we're going to do every season now. But then I got to have this profound breakthrough with myself and I got to be the stripper because what other fucking party would I ever be able to do that? And I'm not going to, you know, all of a sudden become a stripper. So it was so, it was like, oh my God, this is, I mean, you could get I was like, this is my moment. What the fuck? And it was so fulfilling. I actually experienced so much pleasure. I didn't even do like orgasm. And what my intention was, was like managing for what's missing and making sure that it was always put in. So everyone's needs were met. So I would go around to people and whether it was like food, restful place to sleep, water, a bump of something, just kidding. Like I literally- What? Jewelry. Jewelry. Oh, yeah. So it was 
it was so amazing to be in service of everybody. That was like what brought me so much pleasure. And I like really didn't do anything. Like I had some makeouts and like I was actually DJing at my party because I started DJing and I was getting head while I was DJing. Not yeah. giving head, getting head. No, she was like, someone's going down on me right now while I'm yeah. DJing. I was like, high-fived her. Yeah, and it was just <laughs> a few minutes, but that was fun. And I did also, a few weeks before the party, started making jewelry. And so when I went to downtown LA actually to get all the fabric, I also got a bunch of chains for my new line called Chain Tribes. I sold five pieces the first week. I had them displayed at the party and like people bought them. I gifted some too. I gifted one to Lindsay and the concept is just like it's all chains and they're super long. You can wrap them around your body, wear them a million different body chain ways to face masks, to necklaces, all sorts of fun stuff. And it's a huge long chain and it represents that we're all connected and we're all one. The thing I got kind of into was a little bit of BDSM play and spanking. So being spanked was like a really enjoyable experience. And what I'm holding in my hand right now has like feathers on one side and a little flap on the other. And I'll just give you a little idea. You go like, you spank and then it, you rub, and then you can go. <laughs> <laughs> you oh. should do it on and Nurse go, Katie. A little harder. Oh, I bet she's after. curious what it feels like. I can show like. you. Right, I mean, I wasn't at the party, so sure. Okay, real quick. So, <laughs> yeah, a lot of spanking over. in the studio. Over, so, oh. oh. How's that? All right. <laughs> you should see her face. <laughs> she oh just got God. excited. I feel like I need to video this. I didn't know there was another one coming. Okay. Oh, and there's okay. Still happening. Don't look. It's gonna be hard. <laughs> so dominatrix sugar. No, no, no. I prefer I like to get it. spanked, but I was like demonstrating because I learned. Crystal was at the sex party. <laughs> So this is the second one Ooh, ever. Like the and I could tell like when she first got there, she had like coaxed this guy she's dating to go. And I could tell they were both so uncomfortable. Uh, <laughs> and they stayed. <clears throat> and so, and then they stayed for a while. And then I'm there with my date, Mr. Wizard. And me and Mr. Wizard are on a foam pad in the living room somewhere. And, and Crystal comes up to me and is talking to me. And then she's like, oh, I think we might go. I'm like, okay. I'm and then and me and Wizard get kind of into it. And then Crystal comes back and she goes, so I know you're having sex right this minute, but I'm just going to talk to you anyways. <laughs> yes. So I'm like literally fucking Mr. Wizard. Were you and she, fucked or were you fucking him? I was being fucked and she's like leaning over talking to me. Oh my God. I love this. This is like such a breakthrough for her. She was like completely comfortable and she's like, I just wanted to say goodbye. It was so nice to meet you, Mr. Wizard. It. He's like, yeah, it's nice to meet you. <laughs> As he's fucking me. Oh my God. And then she's like, I was like, well, we have a tradition. Like, you have to kiss me. And so, wait, did we kiss? Yeah. We yeah. kissed. I was like, do you want to kiss Mr. Wizard? And she was like, I'm, I don't know if I'm allowed. I have to ask my date. And I was like, whatever. But I was like, at least we kissed. I was like, you have well, to no, have a we, little play at the sex party. So we kissed. We kissed. <laughs> so then she I kissed did. me as Mr. Wizard fucking me. And then and I she's did. Saying and we had like a like a three to four minute conversation yeah. as I'm having sex. Well, and I did kiss him. <laughs> Like oh you did briefly oh, yeah did briefly. Was, there was no makeout no oh yeah time. and was then I was strictly, like let's have a three way makeout session yeah. and, and that's then that where was she where drew I was the line. like because we we like really made rules before going and actually I probably could have he was like whatever you want I only want you but whatever you want's fine yeah, yeah, yeah. that was this whole thing whatever you want but okay. I, I was just so blown away by how comfortable you were chatting with me as I'm getting <laughs> fucked 
<laughs> I, we I like, looked amazing getting fucked, number one. Oh I mean, Mr. Wizard but, is a man, and he's pretty tall. He's, well, I wasn't like staring at the in and out happening or anything. I, I, I was say looking you at were. you guys I wasn't faces. staring at the in and out happening. <laughs> oh, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. The podcast is called Clit Talk, and I'm pretty sure we've dropped the F-bomb about 22 times. You well, are, I am talking so, about Well, well yeah. two things I have she to say She wasn't about glaring at the penetration? <laughs> Thank you. No, she was not. She was having a deep, meaningful conversation with her friend. She was looking at me in my eyes she was being <laughs> as I was being penetrated. Thank you. You're welcome. Dude, this is friendship, okay? That's <laughs> fucking friendship. And the other well, we're thing like, we had to do it. We had to do it because we did it like, you know. It at the last get logged on the way out? No. Oh, I didn't know about this yet. This yeah. There was like a whole shabari area and like little BDSM area. Like, where the fuck were you giving head outside? Just kidding. <laughs> we're not. But actually, like we were voyeuring. Please email us if you want any like resources or support or if you'd like to come to one of our next play parties because this we really are normalizing the conversation around this read sex at dawn if you haven't it really opened my eyes to removing shame around even having the desire to connect with other people outside of my marriage and to leave you with what's to come life has fucking unfolded since the play party rapidly husband has somewhat express things that have pushed my own boundaries and we've never been in that place. I've always pushed against his. So I can't wait to share with you what life has been like after hosting the, the play party. You're in for a fucking ride. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh yeah. Tears, laughter, best sex of your life, more tears, like <laughs> more to come. So Clitorati, we'll see you next Tuesday. Did you just love this episode of Clit Talk? Well, shit, then you better head on over to iTunes and subscribe. But only if you want amazing orgasms. Also, while you're over there, please rate us and leave a review. But again, only if you're open to incredible sex and amazing relationships and world peace and stuff like that. I mean, I'm sorry. Uh, It's very much appreciated. And thank you.